Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Almost Somebody Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Allen. If you're new here, you can call me LA. If you're not new here, welcome back to the podcast that reminds you that even if you're waiting on something, a job, a spouse, the world to stop being on fire, you are not almost somebody, but you're already somebody unconditionally loved by God exactly where you are. And it's my hope for you that this podcast provides tools, wisdom, and encouragement from the stories of others to help you take your next right step in what it looks like to live a life on purpose. Because of that, I have decided that the best way to do so is to be constantly on the move and Mm -hmm. meeting new folks and sharing music. So that's why I live out of my car, which is a key distinction, because I'm blessed with tons of friends all over the U.S., Mm -hmm. and they let me crash on the couch. That's so so cool. It's pretty awesome. I mean, that's an awesome way to connect. My name is Brendan. Yes. Hello, (laughs) members, listeners, regular listeners of the podcast. Hello, BA fans and friends. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're excited to have a conversation and let you be a part of it. So, yes. Uh, so Yeah, LA, what you got? Hit me with it. Oh, we got all the things. So just hearing more about your story, I really didn't, I mean, I didn't know you, kind of knew of you, um, but hearing more of your story, hearing, I mean, your songs are amazing. Um, and just hearing, I didn't know that you like traveled the country for like 330 days and mm-hmm lived out of your car to do this not because you have to because you want to like just everything and then we had a conversation about um just kind of having a passion a similar passion to encourage others that they're made for more that like the dream's worth chasing all those things um but that wasn't always where you came from and that's not always where i came from as well so one it was really exciting to see a fellow george a good indication of like the quality of the education and also mm-hmm. to me a lot of the appealing aspect of the University of Georgia is the com- is like the community that's there, and that it mm-hmm. really creates leaders, not just bookworms. Like it, it's yeah. actually creating people who know how to communicate and work in a workplace and go out and make a difference in the world within the structures that exist. Yeah. And while I found that inspiring, I had spent three and a half years meeting up with younger guys in my fraternity, which yes, I was in a fraternity, or meeting up with like just friends across campus because I was in various organizations that were not at all fraternities Mm -hmm. and like my favorite question ever is like what's your dream and asking people that and hearing them say my dream is this and then me asking oh man how are you going to get there and genuinely meaning it and then being like oh no like I'm never going to do that I'm like wait what why not yeah and for most of my time at Georgia I didn't know what my dream was uh, I knew I wanted to help other people realize their dreams. I was going to say, so you didn't know yours, but yeah, that was your go-to question for Yeah, because I love, I, I, I think uh, dreams are, are gifts from God. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are the culmination of all of our life experiences leading us to wanting more. Like you're mm-hmm. saying, we're made for more. Well, the only reason we're made for more is because, well, well, the reason we want more is because we are made for more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this, there's a word in German, it's Fernwe. Okay. Fernwe. It's like F-E-R-N-W-E-H, which I don't know, you can put it in the show notes or something, but like yeah. it's, and it means homesickness for a place you've never been before. Wow. Or C.S. Lewis has a quote where he talks about like, if I find inside myself desires that this world cannot satisfy, I must be made for somewhere else. Or I'm paraphrasing, but that's yeah. close to what it is. 
and I think realizing that, oh my gosh, this discontentment I feel about going to get this job that's going to pay really well and look really good and be prestigious mm -hmm. and look good in the eyes of the university or look good in the eyes of my parents or my friends or my high school friends, like, is not actually going to fulfill me because I have this, like, there, there, I have this, like, C.S. Lewis vibe inside of me because I am created for something more than what society says is success. Mm -hmm. And so realizing that was a main catalyst to me deciding to become a singer-songwriter and touring artist. Um, but that wasn't until my senior year. And then the other side of it was like calling out my own hypocrisy and BS that, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I've been encouraging people to go be a sports announcer to go start their nonprofit, to go mm -hmm. start their coffee shop for three and a half years, yet here I am and I'm gonna go take a job to work towards that. Mm -hmm. But I've seen so many people get in their jobs, get in their lanes, and it's comfortable, and it's really hard to leave comfortable. And so I was just like, you know what? If I'm gonna talk this, I need to live this. Yeah. Yep, could not agree more. I think one of the biggest things from even just listening to that and thinking back on like, the amazing part about UGA was like, I mean, it's it's pretty hard to get into. So everybody there is like a wild amount of ambition. The network is amazing. Like there are, you're right, like the college does prepare leaders. Um, but one reason for even- This episode starting, is brought to you by the University of Like Georgia. actually, no. I'm gonna call them for a sponsorship. Hey, uh, Grady School of Journalism, all my, uh, please. All my UF <laughs> fans are gonna be pissed. Oh, you have a lot of UF fans? Um, Yes. Interesting. Good, 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 I, I don't know if I'd use the word a lot about any of my fan base, because I mean, I've got a small, loyal group hey, of amazing, amazing people. Like, Tight-knit group of really great people down at UF that completely changed my opinion of that school. Okay. Which we won't name. We won't name That's fair. School. We don't have to name them, but a lot of, quote-unquote, them also reptiles. live in Austin, too. Yes, the, the reptiles down there Sorry. also live in Austin, and they have changed my perspective as well. They're exactly like us. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're all... <laughs> it's, the worst. Anyone, uh, it's terrible to find their... My favorite questions is like what's the most beautiful thing you've ever created mm. and I ask it it shows all the time and people are just super and it's like you know you're talking to somebody after a concert and they're just trying to figure out like why you're a musician mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn where they're from and then I drop that on them they're like whoa it's really intense I'm a very intense person uh, asking someone like what's the most beautiful thing you've ever created almost every artist I've ever asked that answers with nothing to do with their art like if you ask me it has nothing to do with music like nothing to do with songwriting I would say a moment with my grandfather before he died mm -hmm. and like even people if they are talking about their art that are artists they end up talking about something their art has created so like I asked this girl a friend in Boulder and she's a visual artist and I asked her like what's the most beautiful thing you ever created and she off the bat goes like a space for people mm -hmm. to understand their mental health struggles where they can't put words to it. And I, mm -hmm. I'm not wording as well as she did, but like, if you're working a nine to five, you can be creative mm -hmm. in a nine to five. You can be creative as a teacher. You can be creative in med school, just like you can be creative as a podcast host or mm -hmm. a songwriter. Because, like you're saying, spiritually, if we're created in the image of God, mm -hmm. and God's a creator, then we are created to create, no matter what you're doing. Pablo Picasso has multiple amazing quotes, but one of them is that every child is born an artist, 
and the struggle is to remain one when we grow up. And That's a word. I guess I just never grew up. What does it look like to be a songwriter? What are your favorite parts? What's your music like? So yeah, many questions. Really, it's hard for someone who makes music to describe their own music. Okay. I think I'm good at it, <laughs> but confirm. bear with me. I think my music is like Noah Kahan meets Louis Capaldi meets Dermot Kennedy. If you don't know who any of those people are, imagine a off-brand Ed Sheeran slash a modern John Denver, James Taylor, Jim Croce. Okay, I'm just giving you a ton of artists, white dudes with guitars, because, like, I guess that's what I sound like. I personally have no idea what other people hear when they hear me, because when okay. I hear me, I hear the best songs ever. That is the attitude to have. Wow. Well, because, well, like, I'm kind of joking, but, like, if you think about what makes a good song to you, it's that it's familiar. Like, the first yeah. time you hear it, you're like, wow, that is so, like, it's like I've heard that before, but I've never heard it before. Mm -hmm. So if you're the songwriter, everything you make is that way. You've heard it all the time. So, yeah. well, like, the first time you sing it, it came from within you. So you're like, yeah, that's so familiar. So it's hard to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Okay, you're the first musician I've had on the podcast, and honestly, I don't know that many. So do you find yourself singing your own songs? A question I've always wondered. Where? Like, in your day-to-day -day life. Obviously, you sing them to perform, uh, but like, yeah. like your day-to-day -day life, you're just like... Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I think I walk around with the lens of looking for lyrics, or looking... Not even mm. lyrics. I look for images. Say like, okay, that image tells a great story. How can I make a song out of that? So I don't know if I walk around like singing Stone Cold Sober with an Oliver. Like I don't think I walk right. around singing like songs of mine that are already released unless they're just stuck in my head for some reason. Okay. But I'll walk around singing a song that I'm writing. Okay. Looking for an image that fits in. There. But usually uh, stuck in my head would be Taylor Swift songs, Maisie Peters, Griff, Holly Humberstone, Sarah Burrell. I almost exclusively listen to women. Okay. So... It's an odd trait because I think most people actually listen more to men, even mm -hmm. even girls. Yeah, which I'm thankful for because <laughs> I'm a dude. But I personally prefer female songwriters. Uh, British women run my life. Is kind of what I say. They ask me, like, what's your advice for like starting out? Mm -hmm. And if it's like, oh, I've never played a guitar before, my advice is like 15 minutes a day, every day, play your guitar and play songs you like. That's it. But if you're a if like you are a musician and you want to make music and you want to make it your life, mm -hmm. the only way to do it is to send it. Like burn the boats, burn the bridge and like find yourself on the island and you got to figure it out that's at least that's what i did and yeah. it's worked so in talking to someone who writes music i don't have it all figured out i don't have anything figured out i said to someone today like the more i realize i don't have figured out mm -hmm. it's like the bigger your circle gets the, the more diameter or like circumference so the more it touches and the more you realize what you don't know mm -hmm. if, you, if you watch a circle get bigger or like a When in your life in podcast mantra was like the most, the moment that you really realized like you're already somebody.
my life has probably been an ebb and flow of realizing that and then unrealizing it. So in high school, I probably thought I was already somebody because mm-hmm. I was the man, right? you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in high school. You don't know any better. So it's out of arrogance and pride initially. And then uh, even in college, I think I thought it largely, probably. And then I also think it now. So wow. the question is, when have you not? Where does it come from? <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty self-aware about some things. One of those is the appearance of pride in my life. I already mentioned C.S. Lewis on this podcast, so I'll just dive in again. Yeah. He has a book called Mere Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sick. It's pretty I think neat. it's chapter eight. talks about pride being the great sin. It's worth a read. Uh, because all sin kind of comes from that core pride. Mm-hmm. And like that's what causes the fall of man or flesh yeah. versus spirit is like the pride. So that's getting church talky on here. I don't no, know. Church talky we are. We can get church talky. I'm usually not super church talky. So As long as the idea of like I'm already somebody is not coming from a place of pride, I think it's mm-hmm. healthy. And I think for me, a moment, it's a daily struggle of realizing like, oh my gosh. Because as a musician, it's a constant juxtaposition of like, oh, I'm living my dream and oh, I'm so far from my dream. Like last mm-hmm. night at yeah. the concert we, we met at, there were 90 or 100 people at the concert I got to play songs I've written, got to impact people, was basking in encouragement afterwards. Yeah. People bought sweatshirts that my friends and I designed together. Currently wearing the and merch. I'm also currently wearing my own merch, like a total mega oh. uh, It's a problem for everyone. Yes. And we just have to be aware of it. And if mm-hmm. we're aware of it, we can start to move through it. So like last night, I've got this, like, it's a great night. Before the night, I was so stressed. I was thinking mm-hmm. like, because the vision is you play a small house concert, you play a big house concert, you play a venue. Well, because of a lot of different reasons, couldn't play a venue this time in Austin. And so I'm thinking like, okay, big house concert in the fall, another big house concert, this is going to be a flop. Well, it wasn't. It was a great night. It's great. And then also I'm thinking about, oh my gosh, I want to sell out Red Rocks. How the heck am I ever going to do that? So, if, so as a musician... In the back of the mind. Always. The, yeah. Always in the back of my mind is my ambitions and my dreams. Mm-hmm. And so then everything I'm doing is being filtered against that. And so if I allow myself to focus, if I allow myself to compare with who I want to be versus who I am, mm-hmm. I am not already somebody. Yeah. Using the terminology here. But if I focus on process and purpose, I'm there already. Mm-hmm. And I was actually journaling about this this morning about like, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm, for some reason I had this like vision in my mind of like hiking in the Swiss Alps. Okay. okay. It's beautiful. There's like snow, but it's green, there's waterfalls. And like, if I'm climbing to the top of a peak in the Swiss Alps and my whole goal is to get on top of the mountain, mm-hmm. I'm, it's going to be an exhausting climb. And then when I get up there, I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to look at the view. I'm going to be like, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to see another mountain that's a little taller and be like, oh, i got to go to that one. Mm-hmm. Versus if my whole purpose in climbing the mountain is the view. And like the whole reason I want to climb it is to get a better view of this valley. The valley I've been in, the valley I'm going to be in, the world around it. 
the sunset, whatever it is, see, just see a mountain goat along the way. Every single step, I can turn around and the view gets better. Mm-hmm. And realizing that, I'm trying to apply that to my life because that is how I hike when I hike. Like it's yeah. very purpose driven and I'm not trying to climb the highest peak. I'm just trying to get a better view. And I think spiritually, which is everything, mm-hmm. realistically, like faith infiltrates my art and infiltrates my relationships and infiltrates my whole life. And I think that's how, that's what Jesus does. He just takes that's over. what he does. And like as we're climbing, the purpose should be to gain a better view of Christ and to gain a better view of the kingdom of God. And in doing so, the process just becomes way better. Mm-hmm. And it's not about getting to the top because the view is great right now. Like 100 people last night sitting, yeah. in, a, sitting in a driveway listening to music. The view's yeah. great. The balance like, between contentment, exactly where you are, and still having ambition for where you're yeah, going. Yeah, you're still climbing the mountain, mm-hmm. but you can stop. Very much so fail at this, but I try to take five minutes and thank God for something that's happened in that hour. Every hour? I try. That's a great practice to I try. Fail. And that's okay. 95% of hours. But yeah, that's like a that's awesome. really cool way to keep yourself rooted in gratitude and a lot of enjoying the process is gratitude like oh my gosh Uh, let me just say one thing though say it life is hard life is hard and i sound like a little optimistic bean right now and that's stupid if you go listen to my music i'm clearly a sad boy Mm -hmm. so like i think a really important aspect of life is that even though it's hard we can be happy and even when we're happy we can be in touch with our emotions and be sad. Yes. And I hope that's what my music does. That's what I think art is for, is like bringing purpose to sadness and, and groundedness to joy in a way. Maybe that's cynical, I don't know, but. No, I, I hope agree. that's the case. And uh, if you're listening, and you're one of my friends, or one of my fans, or both. You're probably both. Uh, I love you, and thanks for tuning in, and uh, definitely give LA a little follow action. And if you're not, you've never heard my music, it's under Brendan Abernathy. You can start with pizza in July. Sober's good too. Um, well, great to see you, meet you, have you on the pod all in like 12 hours. Where can the people find you on Instagram? It's just my name, at Brendan Abernathy. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye, y'all. See you in the next episode.